How's it going, everybody? I'm Chuck Nasty. This is Whitman. And you're listening to another episode of Romero Pictures Heavy Metal Indie Brigade. Presents Nasty Nation's Graveyard Talk. A complete mouthful. Anytime it's said, I've gotten better about it on recent episodes of Nasty Nation. Uh, yeah. <laughs> There's a lot going on, man. There's a lot going on. Uh, it's been a minute since we, uh, we actually were able to do a Graveyard Talk. We did a couple of episodes that were... Uh, pre-done uh, because uh, Whitman went off to, to New Orleans for a little while and yeah. had a good time there and uh, might move there or something. <laughs> yeah. we'll, we'll talk about that after the show. Yeah, okay? We, uh, okay. So it was uh, myself and Jupiter Jazz and the bartender and two other of our friends and uh, yeah, we got out of here for a while. So Well needed. Yeah, going to go back real yeah. soon. Hopefully, um, we uh, we did a live stream earlier. Uh, I guess you could say yeah, last night. Now, ate a bunch of hot stuff. Ate yeah. a bunch of hot shit. We had a bunch of chips and uh, beef jerky and whatnot. And yeah, a few people joined us on the live stream, and we appreciate uh, you, you you checking us out. We had a good time. We'll do more stuff of that nature. Uh, but yeah, we're we're back. We're, 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 we got another show here, and I'm incredibly excited about what we're talking about um, this early morning. Fulci lives. Fulci lives. That's right. Uh, anybody that knows me, that really knows me, when it comes down to my movie taste, uh, there is one particular uh, director, and I'm, I'm picky. His movies are... There's only a few of them that I really, really, really dig in which we're discussing tonight. Um, Lucio Fulci. Uh, Italian master of slasher. Like, he, he, he made some really gross movies. Uh, there was movies, he, he, of course, we, we've talked about Zombie before, which is one of my favorite. Is I think it was part of my number one. Uh, was zombie? Um, <laughs> my, number two. It was. It was up there in the top three. It was we? We, we both discussed it. Uh, great film. Uh, great story. Everything. Uh, that's what got me hooked to wanting to see more of this guy. Me too. Actually, it was the first one I seen of his his work. That's what a lot of people say. Actually, yeah. that, that zombie is the one that opened the door. You know, what's the easiest to get into? Like if you're a young kid, you've seen some zombie movies. Right, like some of these others actually have kind of more in-depth story or whatever. Yeah, uh, but zombie, well, hell, I mean, you've watched a bunch of zombie movies by the time you're ten. Yeah, so you get it, and it's a it's easy to fall into. It's cool. The zombies look phenomenal for the pretty for, badass, disgusting time, as fuck, you know, yeah. and just like uh, practical effects, which I'm always a big fan of, and it's uh, they look awesome for the day. So it's it's real easy when you're young. To find that movie and just be like, oh shit, this is awesome. When I first saw Zombie, it was, I'd seen other zombie films and whatnot, you know, all the Romero stuff and yeah. a couple of others. Yeah, I was in middle school before I seen Zombie. And it was like, this is not like the same type of gore that I'd seen in other zombie films. This one is, is a, is a, a Whole new it's just level of, of gross, especially you know, it's like it's yeah. shot to be gross. You know, it's part of the the shock value that he was going for, the kind of the gooey parts, the gushy stuff. That's the the thing Fulci loves. So yeah, Fulci was Fulci loved the the the, the actual gore of it, the visceral nature of like all that shit being torn apart, having your eyeball busted out, getting your innards pulled out, whatever. Yeah, like, he liked. The visceralness of it, the gooey stuff. Fulci was, Fulci was a fucked up guy. Had to be right. Uh, there, there's a documentary about him. I've always heard he was an asshole, but I don't know there, how true that. Well, was. that's there. There's some. That's. I want to watch this documentary. Yeah, I haven't uh, seen the documentary. It's pretty new. Um, subtitles. Yeah. From what I what I found, but uh, it's kind of almost like a, a cold case files, where they have like people acting out certain yeah. things or whatever. <clears throat> and I'm, I'm actually really curious with it because people have said that Fulci was a he was kind of a tough guy to, to, to work with 
of course, a lot of people in his movies would return. Right. And one person in particular in the movies we're, we're going to be discussing uh, in particular. I think the idea that, like, somebody's not necessarily an asshole because they are driven. Right. Or because they are obsessed about their work. You know, it's like, it. Uh, some people that maybe don't have that same vision or don't have the same outlook, you know, they can't get behind it as much. And so they see that person as maybe cold or kind of distant or maybe mean or something. But it's like, maybe they're just so singularly focused on their their craft or their vision. Yeah. And it's not that they're meaning to be mean. It's that they're just on the path. Like, they're just getting their, their gears going. You know, it's like... Yeah, oh, definitely. It's yeah. like the people up in New York. Everybody thinks that New Yorkers are kind of mean. They're not. I've been up there half a dozen times right now at this point in my life. It's kind of like they're all just... Everybody's on their mission yeah. up there. People were nice to me. Like, if you ask for directions, they're not going to, like, yell at you and shit. Or if you, uh... Fuck you for asking me Yeah, it's just not... Asshole. I mean, I got kind of punked out one time because I was in the wrong neighborhood. Oh, no shit? Well, I was I was too close to the... Uh, yeah. Okay, we'll talk. Uh, yeah, and, and it, <laughs> it wasn't no big deal. Nothing came of it, but, like... There was only one kind of verbal altercation that ever happened to me at all. And, you know, I was kind of just in the wrong spot. Ain't nothing, you know, and nothing came of it. But I don't know. It's just people aren't mean up there. They're just about their business for yeah. the most part. And yeah. even this dude wasn't mean. He was just telling me very politely that I was on the wrong turf. So, uh, you know, I respected that. And <laughs> hey, man, yeah, dude. Like, you know. You, you know. And because we lived in Brooklyn at the time, and so Brooklyn was not quite as gentrified as Yo, it is Brooklyn. now. So yeah, love Brooklyn, Flatbush, you know, yeah. But anyway, it just—I uh, don't know. We're talking about Brooklyn, man. It got me off. We're talking about people being assholes. And oh yeah, you know. Like, so it's like, well, a lot of people in New York, maybe there's some assholes, but mostly everybody's just got their hustle up. They're trying to get to work. They're they're losing money or they're spending money or they're just doing shit. It's not that yeah. they're mean. It's that they're on a path. Yeah. And I think a lot of people get that con- misconstrued. You know, it's like, uh, you I don't know. It's like, you can't really hold that against that person. You just have to understand that's what they're doing. True. You know, so if, I, yeah. if Fulci, you know, if you work with him or whatever, and he's just, he yells at people or whatever, just... That's it. That's what he's gonna do. Or if he's a if he's a taskmaster and he's just like having you do all this type of shit, that's just gonna be him. Yeah. So if you don't want that, don't go around that. True. Yeah. You know, if I'm yeah. just like obsessing about like some shoot I'm doing and that's all I'm thinking about, or like you know a book I'm into or whatever. Me and Jupiter Jazz, we we were joking about it all the time because a bunch of our other friends aren't into like the Dark Tower and stuff as much as we are these King books. Yeah. So it's like its own. We're just on that path of talking about that shit. So it's like sometimes it's not really meant to be rude or mean. It's just that this is the path we're on. This is the path you're doing shit. This is the, you know, and people can think that's rude. And it's just like, well, maybe it is, but it's obsessive. It's egotistical. It's all these other things, but I don't know that it's mean necessarily. Right. You know, yeah. it's, it's got some other issues. I'm, I understand that it's like character flaws. You know, maybe, and it's like, it makes you egotistical if you only think about what you're doing, and there's all sorts of things that it's wrong with, wrong with it, but I don't know that, like, it makes you an asshole. I don't know that it makes you... Oh, I see, yeah. You know what I mean? Just, like, on a psychological level, you can just be obsessed with stuff and just have to get it out of your brain. I think think that's the kind of person that he was, too. Yeah, I, you know. There was a a movie that he did called, uh... Oh, fuck. Uh, Shit. Cat, cat, oh shit! Something about a cat, cat in the brain or something. Some fucked up movie where he's playing in the movie as himself, pretty much. Yeah. But he's playing as a guy that uh, everything he writes is a screenplay or whatever ends up happening and all this stuff. Right. And a lot of people uh, have speculated that it was like his like complete way of just it was his release like yeah just being because it's a really fucked up movie uh i just i i just i always was a was a big fan of his and the funny thing is now zombie was the first movie that we talked about that i had 
scene of his. <clears throat> I hadn't realized that I'd actually seen another film of his later on because it was titled something different. Um, the film The Beyond mm-hmm. was called uh, Seven Doors of Death. Yeah. That was the... Uh, That's what my copy is actually called. Really? Yeah. Yeah. I, I got it from Myers on Halloween one right. year. And Mom got it for me. And it was... Because uh, when I bought mine, I thought it was a different movie. Oh, really? Right, because it was just like in a in one of those packs where you couldn't see the back. Like yeah. They had like two DVDs or whatever, like packaged up together. Mm-hmm. And so I seen this. It was just some other like werewolf flick or something on the back. And then The Seven Doors of Death. And I was like, wait, there's like a Fulci movie? I don't, I don't know what it is. And so I get home and I watch it and it's just the beyond. I'm like, oh, okay. Like, but, well, so. see, that's the weird thing is like, I didn't even, because mine was, it was just that. It was five bucks. And I can't remember if there was anything else on there or not. I think, I'm pretty sure it was by itself. But for years, I had seen this movie or whatever. And I was told, hey, you need to, you know, because I've been in a conversation with people about the zombie and whatever the fuck. And they're like, oh, you need, to, you need to watch The Beyond. So, like, I'd watch The Beyond and be like, oh, I had that movie, like, fucking years ago. Yeah. And it was called something totally different, which it's, like, the edited version. Yeah. But it's not really that much edited. It's just a couple of little clips. Nothing, nothing too crazy. Yeah. So, if you have a copy of that, it's actually kind of a rarity now. So, if you, if you have a copy of that, keep a hold of it. Because I wish I still had my version of it. So, uh, but, uh, but yeah, Lucio Fulci, these three films, which I just named one of them. Because um, we're talking about The Beyond, City of the Living Dead, and House for the Cemetery. Um, those are supposed to be a part of a Gates to Hell mm-hmm. trilogy thing. Which is, if you've seen the end of The Beyond. Right. I mean, you know, the eyes are, spoiler alerts. Oh, yeah, complete spoilers in this. I mean, the movies have been out forever, and if you haven't... You know, 40 years or something. So. <clears throat> yeah, it's not longer. Yeah, so. if you haven't seen them in the last 50 years, sorry, folks. Yeah. Uh, yeah, but the that's what I've heard them called, too, is like the Gate to Hell, or like the the Hell Trilogy, or like, uh, you know, uh, yeah. things. Yeah, um, I, uh, I we'll, we'll go ahead and start with the, what I think would be the first one, obviously, because it was made in 1980, and the other two were 1981. I don't know what other order they go in. So I guess maybe the Beyond would be the last one because of the ending of that. Uh, yeah. That's what I would that's what I would probably say. Um but City of the Living Dead. Uh like I said, came out in nineteen eighty. Uh, a film that is so fucking random. It doesn't because that that was something else that of these with these films. If you're not familiar with Fulci, besides Zombie, um a lot of times in his movies, he doesn't always make sense. There's things that you're just like, what the fuck was that? Yeah, the continuity. That's why I've always, I like faulty stuff. But like, sometimes the continuity, I mentioned a, a bunch of times before, I'm big on that. Like, I like the Mad Max because Max's coat is ripped up in, you know, Fury Road from uh, Thunderdome. And he wears a bracelet on his knee. Like, continuity of character or continuity of, like, just the the movie itself sometimes is so disjointed that it just is like, like what he just said, it's like, well, hang on. Yeah. Gotta, gotta rewind that. And then it still doesn't make sense. Like, it's just a random, very random thing. And Yeah, like, because City of the Living Dead is one that I watched actually probably, yeah, it was the last one I watched out of all these. So I watched these completely out of order in a lot of ways. Oh, me too, actually. I watched... But yeah. you don't know. It doesn't say... There's nothing that says that this is this, that, and the other. Except that you look it up, that's what it's... Yeah. You know, titled by fans or whatever the fuck else. Well, and like, you can get it from when they... The time they came out, at least. You know, even if it's not chronological, you've got a... Yeah. You know, or it's not linear, you've got a chronological date. But we, they came out before we were born, so they all came out... There was nothing to differentiate... Yeah. You know. Well, something else real quick before we get into the City of Living Dead. Um, there's two specific Italian directors when it comes down to, like, they almost were, like, head-to-head, and it was uh, uh, Lucio Fulci and... Uh, 
Dario. Dario Argento. Uh, and and there's there's the believe there's other like great Italian directors, yeah. Bava, whatever the fuck. But <clears throat> but these two guys had such a similar style, except Argento was more of a colors and visual delivery, mm-hmm. um, as well as like like he liked the POV of yeah. killing and stuff yeah. like that. As Fulci loved the gore, he loved a, a he almost had like a fetish for it. We were talking about yeah. that earlier. Like he he loved that shit. The some of the fucking haste in this shit is just fucking ridiculous. Yeah. Like they just it's crazy. Um I'm I love them both, but Fulci is my shit. I, I'm I'm a, I'm a fan of Fulci, and it's mainly these three films. I think I mean, if I had to pick between Dario or Fulci, I'm gonna pick Fulci too. It's like I like Argento stuff, but Fulci's movies are more uh, entertaining to me. Yeah, they're not boring. You know, it's like Argento stuff can be a little stretched out to me. Uh, you know, a little slow, a little you know, slow burn. He's a a talented director. You know, there's nothing to take away from that, but. Yeah, it was. Uh, Fulci, uh, to me, is just a, a more entertaining pick. It's, uh, you know, his stories overall. are his, his stories are always like. Have you have you ever? Uh, I'm pretty sure that movie's called Cat in the Brain, or something. That sounds like that. right. And there's a, a never something a duckling, and then I never shoot a duckling or something like that. And then there's a. One that that off these that I actually do really like is a New York Ripper, which was like his whole open up the Jolly Ranchers. Are we? Got to. Got to. Got to. He's got got a little little sweet tooth there. It's okay though. <laughs> but uh, but New York Ripper. Have you ever seen that one? No. No. That's that that that's not that's an underrated one as well. Uh, but anyway, City of the Dead. This film starts out in a very iconic way. You've seen it. There's a lot of, if you've ever watched like a horror podcast or whatever, um, or, or heavy metal, uh, interview shows on YouTube, um, a couple in particular, or if you ever used to download, uh, videos and shit, a lot of them used it. And it if was, you know what Napster is. Yeah. Or fucking <laughs> LimeWire. How many computers have you destroyed? <laughs> Based on your LimeWire activities. God. Probably, uh, yeah, we won't get into that. A lot of porn. Anyway, but, uh, uh, what? Who said porn? No, um, but, uh, uh, it's the opening where there is a priest hanging himself in this cemetery. That's how you start this movie. And when you first see that, Okay, like I said, this movie was probably one of the last ones that I watched. I, I, I'm damn sure it was the last one I watched. Because I wanted to watch all this shit. When I got into Fulci, I was like, I need to watch all this stuff. And I just happened to find them out of order. Uh, very fucked up scene. And then you go into a bunch of like craziness where there's like... It has been a minute since I watched it. But... It goes into uh, a woman dying uh, and being in a casket. There's a reporter who happens to hear her crying while she's being ready to be buried. Right. And it's like, okay, it's fucked up. And first off thing is like, at that time period, they were embalming people. Um, so that didn't really make a lot of sense. Um, but it also went to, to there, there's random just scenes of just gore and violence it's I love this movie but it's just it's so fucking random but it's got like one of the most disgusting scenes in it there's a scene where they're, they're all standing in this room uh, because this reporter and the girl that was that was uh, uh, buried uh, who is played by someone who I'll say in just a second because she is in all three of these movies so she obviously didn't have a problem with, with Fulci Right. Um, or he was paying her good or whatever. He probably had a crush. I'd say he was the kind of guy who had a crush. 
Or maybe, uh, yeah, sure. I could totally see that. Just by maybe she was a masochist or something. Like, you never know. Yeah, who knows? Yeah, who knows? Um, but they're trying to, to figure out... Um, I can't remember if it's like a curse or some shit. And they're in this room and the door flies or the windows fly open and all these fucking maggots come flying at them. <laughs> yeah. And they're real maggots. They yeah. use real maggots. And it's like, how the fuck do they get, like, where do they get all these goddamn maggots from? That filled the whole room and it even shows it like, like just filling like the bottom, like, I mean, you know, at least, at least toe, you know, length of like these fucking maggots. Yeah. Yeah, so that is a very disgusting fucking scene, but it's a very brutal scene. What do you think a room full of maggots would cost a person? How does that translate? You know, just curiosity. It's like 1980s money. Well, well, how how much do they get be to actually pay somebody to be covered in maggots? I, that's not even... I don't even worry about that. I'm curious how, how you buy a room full of maggots. <laughs> not that somebody will stand in them for money. Hell, if you pay me enough money, I will stand toe deep in maggots. I don't care if the money's right. But I don't True. understand how you get a room full of them. But anyway, I mean, that's, you know. That's just, I mean, that's, yeah, it's kind of fucked up. Because there's another guy on the side of the road with a sign that says maggots for sale. Right, I mean, yeah, and you can, like, buy worms to start worm farms and all kinds of different stuff. Yeah. It's like, who has a room full of maggots? It was like Fulci's like, special room. Yeah, maybe it was him. He's just growing. He just rolled around yeah. naked and like that. that would, I wouldn't surprise I him. He's like, Bro, oh, I need him. Give me the power. He was actually all his moves were made by maggots. They just went in his brain and gave him ideas. Well, I mean, that's some uh, Cthulhu stuff. Maybe you know. Some, hey, there's an idea for a story, right? Fulci's true identity. He was a child of Cthulhu. He had maggots in the brain. Space maggots. Space, maggot. not like George Clinton maggot brain, but like space maggots. George Clinton, problem in fucking Delaware. Yeah, they got that own maggot brain. Yeah, it's, yeah, it's awesome. But anyway, we digress. <laughs> but anyway, back to the back, back to the subject here. City of the Dead. Getting to this one. Uh, as we were talking about, like there, there, there's it's there's it's random. This is probably his most random movie. Yeah, this um, last shit getting killed. And, I mean, there's there's a scene where like there's this this guy's not supposed to be with this girl and they're in this garage, and like her dad comes out and then puts his head in a fucking like like a grinder thing, yeah, and like, that's brutal as fuck. Like I mean, just like because it starts going in, it's like crunch. Um, later on, crunching that when she gets still. all fucked up, that girl ends up fucking like she ends ends up like uh, uh, oozing nastiness out of her fucking like mouth and like. I, it's a very gross movie. It's a very gross movie. It's not the most memorable out of the the, the trilogy in which we're yeah. talking about, but it is. It's underrated in a lot of ways because I've talked to so many people who have like when I'm wearing my Fulci Live shirt, uh, which my girlfriend got me a long time ago. It's a nice shirt, and uh, also apparently Phil and Zoma from Pantera, and Down, and Superjoint, and Scour, and all that shit. He likes to wear it too because I saw him wearing it once before. Let me feel good about it. This guy loves you, Phil. If you ever find our podcast, he will... Uh, <laughs> right. I don't know. I, I, I'll be a little, like, schoolgirl. Hey, hey, He'll drink you? beer out of your boot. I don't know about that. <laughs> that's a bit... That's that's a little far-fetched. <laughs> but I do. Uh, he, he, but, he's but, but, he, but he might. But anyway. Uh, yeah. Uh, I love that shirt. Fault you lose. <laughs> but anyway... Uh, but this this movie is fucked up beyond belief. Um, if you like gore and you just if you're just in a mood because I get in those fucking moods and I'm I'm sure this is gonna show how fucked up I am. But I'm sure I know I'm not the only one. When you get in those fucking moods where you want to watch something that's just fucking just heinous, not to the point of like immoral. But to the point, like I like I'm not like I'm not down for rape scenes and shit like that. But I mean, like those scenes of like torture, murder, and like just like heinous, like just disgusting. Like there's something that it 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 releases something. Because like I, that's one thing I love about Fulci is like I feel a certain release after I watch his films because they're so fucked up. You can see some eyeballs getting poked out. 
People's right. arms getting ripped off and shit. He was a big fan of eyeball stuff. I'm pretty sure that there's eyeball uh, torment in just about every one of his movies. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> the most memorable, of course, Zombie. Because you, you'll never, you'll never find an eye. Once you see Zombie, oh. there's no turning back. After oh, that, dude, there that really isn't. There really is no turning I mean, back on that shit. No, that movie's fucking great. That that's period. Zombie. Zombie. Fulci. <laughs> Fulci lives. Uh we have had a few drinks, folks, just for the record. We've had a great night tonight, so just bear with us here. Um But I love this movie. This movie is full of, of gore, randomness, if you're in that mood like I was talking about, where you're just wanting something just fucking violent and just fucking heinous. Check out City of Living Dead. It's got some gore in it that that is pretty nice. Uh, on the pretty tombstone, nice. on the tombstone scale, real quick here. Um, that gore's pretty nice, folks. Pretty pretty nice. <laughs> um, I think that I would give it uh, a seventeen out of five. <laughs> uh, honestly, City of Living Dead, I'll, I'll I'll give I'll give it three and a half too. But you. Yeah, yeah. Like it's, but it's probably like the like the the one that you've seen the least as well, isn't it? Yeah, and I have a copy, an old VHS like big box copy. That's fucking cool. And uh, I don't. It's just not one of my favorites, but there's just some like crazy shit in it. For there's sure. some good scenes. There really yeah. is some good scenes. I, now I gotta be a little harsh because I mean all of Fulci stuff is good. Yeah, oh yeah. So it's like, yeah. it's all going to be threes, but at least. Yeah. If not more. But yeah, this one gets a three for me. Okay. You're right, I've seen it the least, so. It is a. It may fluctuate if I watch it more or something, you know, get a little more into it. Than, yeah. It's been a couple of years probably since I've seen it, but. Uh, which, if uh, if you're curious about this movie, feel free to go on. Uh, I think Shudder has it. Yeah. Um, I think there maybe Tubi might have. There's it. a bunch of uh, there's a bunch of stuff streaming stuff. Yeah, there's there uh, there really is actually every movie we're talking about things on Tubi. Jupiter was telling me about because uh, she had just checked out Tubi and she was looking up horror stuff, you know. And uh, she texted me, and then next time I seen her, she was just like, "Have you got, have you seen Tubi? Like, there's a bunch of weird horror yeah. stuff on there. Tubi's and, awesome." <laughs> and so. I, you know, check it out, and there it is. There's a bunch of weird stuff on there. Yeah, I, I think New York Ripper's actually on there too. Okay, I'd so, check that out. Then. So yeah, I do yeah, man. That one, that's that's a, that's a good one. That's a, that's definitely a good one. Um, so yeah, so there's there's City of Living Dead. Uh, moving on, like I said, I'm not sure, but I'm pretty sure actually now thinking about it, that I've got these in the right order. So I'm gonna go with that. I would say that House with a Cemetery would be next. Uh, this film, again, there's randomness. That you're kind of questioning things, but there's a, there, there's a more solid story here. Uh, there's a professor guy who uh, who ends up dying in his house, and one of his uh, colleagues or whatever uh, has said that he will move into his house with his wife and child, uh, who has to be the most annoying child in all of fucking movie history. And I thought fucking Danny from The Shining oh, was. Man. Oh my god, dude! You this- agree? Yeah, that's why I can't. Oh, like I this, love this movie, but that kid is so aggravating. Yeah, the kid is the worst, man. Like I, th- this movie's got its moments where you want to laugh and you're not supposed to. Um, but anyway, the, they move into this house, and of course, it's the house with the cemetery. And oh, creepy. Uh, there's moments where you, you you're. You're thinking it's going to be just like your normal haunted house kind of thing, or whatever. Uh, before they move into the house, you see a scene with uh, uh, a female and a male, uh, like probably in their like you know, eighteen, nineteen years old, whatever, uh, fooling around in this fucking creepy ass house, and the girl gets fucking like the, the, well, they both get fucking like taken out uh, by this. You don't really know what it is yet, right? This fucked up creature, and. So moving on, the uh, the the family moves in. The wife starts noticing some weird shit about the place. The door in the, in the kitchen they don't have a way to get it open. Well, one afternoon, the father 
uh, and the mother decided they're gonna get it open, and they get it open, and this fucking bat flies out. It starts attacking the fucking dad like a Dracula. Yeah, and it's like the worst fucking fake bat. It's one of those big fat ones that don't look real at all. All right. It's so cheesy, but like, what are you gonna do? Right. Like, I mean, it, it goes back to the. It's the eighties. It's what are you gonna do? Yeah. Like it's it's like okay, you ignore certain things in certain time periods. You yeah. know what I mean? Like, because it's what they, it's what they were working with at the time. I mean, like, because like they got his arm, his hand all fucking chewed up and shit. Well, the basement. So. Yeah. Well, the basement has 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 some secrets to it, whatnot. Um, you end up finding out there's well, there's one scene where the the little family go downtown to learn about the house or something like that. And well, is the kid is his name Danny or is it Stevie or so? I can't I can't fucking remember. But he's What's this little boy? blonde kid, and he is just. Stevie. Let's just call him the annoying little shit. Uh, he he's, he's he's annoying as fuck. Uh, everything about like I, kids don't annoy me really, but this kid does. Like, honestly, Danny from The Shining fucking annoys like in both remake and yeah, original. And I just I, yeah. But this kid takes the fucking cookie in a lot of ways. Um, overdubbed voice, which is hilarious in a way, yeah. but. So the parents are downtown. They leave. They leave uh, this little kid in this car by himself, and he ends up wandering off. He sees a little girl, a little redheaded girl, and he goes off to talk to her. Actually, at first he's talking to her from across the street, and it's so unbelievable, it's ridiculous because he's talking like this, and she's like all the way across the street. Traffic's going by and stuff. There's no way she can hear it, but she's like talking to him like normal, and it's like, like yeah. Do you believe in magic? Um, but the ridiculous part is, okay, I got kids. I come out of where the fuck I'm at. And they're supposed to be in the car. And the, my, 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 my kids are gone. I'm going to freak the fuck out. I'm going to run fucking everywhere. I'm going to be frantic as fuck. Right. These people come out. They look in their car. They realize that, that he's gone. And they stand there. And hold each other, and sh- and just look blankly into the sky, and like yeah. for, for for like a minute and a half, and then like they look, oh, there he is. It, yeah, are you it's, serious? It's it's, it's kind of ridiculous. It, it's stupid shit like that. Like it's like, come on, your acting's got to be a little better than that, you know. Uh, but that's there's certain parts in this movie. Um, like I said, I love this movie, but. There's also a mannequin in a window uh, who becomes a thing, all right? The the woman's face that's the mannequin uh, later shows up at the house to be the babysitter. Scary. Um, and... Ah! And, <laughs> and it's, it's... Mannequins are terrifying, man. Well, they are, but, like, it's just... There's, some, there's this little red-haired girl that keeps luring this kid away... She lived in the house, apparently, which at some point earlier on, you see in a picture, you see her face and this whole thing or whatever. And there's, there's a, there's a, a I never seen a house that did it. I guess it actually is a thing, but something doesn't make sense about it. Is in the house itself, there's somebody apparently buried there. Well, there's like the whole like gravestone on it. And, well, then you find out that somebody's like, well, like, there's a woman that gets her fucking leg caught in a thing, and she ends up being fucking, like, slaughtered. Uh, there's this thing living in the basement that has this fucked up face. Or it's, like, it's supposed to be a doctor at one time or something. I don't know. I can't remember that whole fucking thing. But it, it's, it's fucked up. But there's so much, like, it goes from, oh, I think everything's going to be fine, to everything's fucked real quick. Yeah. Um. It has creepy parts to it. It's got really ridiculous parts to it. Like I said, the babysitter that that you you recognize as the mannequin shows up. Uh, you think that ah. <laughs> you think that she's going to end up being um, like a love interest to the dad, and that's not the case at all. If it was made today, it would be. Um, 
The mom is the only one, even though she acts completely insane through this whole fucking movie, she's the only one that is sane. Even the fucking son is like, I guess, yeah. Well, she keeps, she, she, she does research about a lot of stuff with the house. Finds out this, that, and the other. Um, it's, it, it's, it, it, this one's good. This one's got some good stuff. Like I said, it's got some randomness to it. Um, the blood coming out of the grave is a cool shot. For some yeah. reason, it always caught my eye when yeah. watching it. Because the, the blood doesn't look like blood at all. It just looks like red paint. And it's just well, right. seeping up, but it's just something about it. You know, it's just like, it's, it's I don't know, that, that scene itself is fucking cool. Uh, I think it's one of, one of, one of Fulci's, uh, Better films. Um, it doesn't rely so much on gore in this one. Yeah. There is some, but it's mainly just blood. Um, but it, it tells there's more of a story being told, and it's not really so much focused on the gore as it is the story, which, like we talked about a minute ago, he didn't always yeah, do man. that. Uh, sometimes he was just like so caught up in... Killing let's, people. Let's kill some people. Let's kill some people. Fuck it. Well, let's, let's grind them up. Could you imagine being like the guy that had to deal with his last minute writings? But okay, folks, so instead of dropping them off a cliff, where stabbing them with a pitchfork and throwing them in a meat grinder, it's like what? You know. And, <laughs> and then while they're still alive, they're gonna dig until there's like innards. Right. What, what the fuck did you just eat it? Yeah, we're gonna kill everybody. But I thought like, there was what? no. Everybody's dead. Everybody's dead and turned into cannibals or zombies. That, that 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 that's honestly like how I think like Fulci was. Right. Everybody's dead. Everybody's how gonna die kill fucking. everybody. It's like if you ever was a bad day on set, he just changed the ending completely. Like he'd be like pissed off at everybody and like he just goes in his like trailer and he's just like and he's like, I got a whole new ending here and he just kills everybody off. Everybody dead. All everybody dead, dead all time. Hey man, you know, Sometimes that that's what that's what stories need. Yeah, everyone just dies. No, I'm watching the stand right now. Everybody dies. Everybody dies. It's true. It's healthy. Uh, but yeah, so Hospital Cemetery, uh, one of my favorites. Uh, good one. Uh, I Tombstone was. Uh, I think I'm gonna give this one a four, just because I do enjoy it so much. I watch it all the fucking time, uh, to the point where my girlfriend is like, "Can we watch something different?" Because I get these moments where I'm like, I just want to watch Fulci movies. I'm like, oh, Hospital Cemetery. It's like, oh, fun. But like, every now and then it's like, uh. I'm going to give it a four, too. It's good. It's one of his better ones. Yeah. It just, it's solid. It's not necessarily my favorite, but it's real, it's good. Yeah. Oh, uh, yeah. I think it's a, it's, a, yeah. it's a solid one. So, two fours on, the, uh, on, on both of us here. Uh, the final, the final one is the one um, that we were talking about, uh, Gates of Hell, or Seven Doors of, not Gates of Hell, but Seven Doors of Death, the, uh, the quote-unquote edited uh, cut version of the film. Everybody dead. Everybody dead. Everybody <laughs> dead. This, one, th- this one's interesting. This one takes place in uh, uh, New Orleans. Um, Woo! Yeah, uh, at, uh, at a hotel. Um, which there's a, a guy on, on uh, YouTube. I can't remember what the fuck his YouTube thing's called, but uh, he visits different places, uh, like different horror uh, yeah. sets and stuff. And he went to the house, like the hotel right. that movie was in. Of course, people live in it now, so they, they weren't able to go anywhere close yeah. to it. But I thought it was kind of fucking interesting, honestly. Um but this woman gets, uh, she inherits this fucking hotel or buys it one. I can't remember which one it is. Um, and while this house is, uh, this, uh, hotel is being, uh, restored, uh, you also already know from the beginning of the movie that there is some bad juju. Uh, male witch, a warlock. There's, there's, uh, there in the in the past there was a whole witches. trial and yeah witches and all that Which stuff. Which is incorrect. A warlock is not necessarily a male witch. I mean, in this movie, you're correct, but right, a witch is any gender, but a warlock tends to be an evil witch. Okay, somebody, true, somebody true. Prote- you know, uh, does does bad bad shit. Yeah, I got you. I got you. Makes sense. Makes sense. 
A little education there. A little bit. Uh, that was good. That was good. Uh, but there's there's been some bad shit that, that happened in this place, and this woman during the, the during the time that they're trying to fix this place up to get to be ready to be open, uh, she meets all these crazy characters that work this place. There's a, there's a plumber. There there's yeah, this weird man. fucking kid running around being goofy <laughs> as shit like. <laughs> I, I, that yeah. you know what I'm talking about the guy that's oh, yeah. like hey, hey he's also somebody that's in other Fulci films um, hey. he was in a house for the cemetery hey. you know what I'm talking about <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, uh, but hey. while, while there while there uh, a guy falls he sees a face in the window oh, man, and the falls fall. falls off the the Oof. Well, it's not the roof, but like he's breaks his back. Yeah, like he's like he's like out like bad on that shit. <laughs> yeah. He's out like dead out. <laughs> <laughs> oh my! I mean, like no, it's pretty bad. You like bust your back, like literally break the your way spine he fell. Parts. He should have just been dead. <laughs> and he's like, Ugh, and he's able oh, to talk. Fucking way, dude. But like that guy dies, and like there's like a leak in the fucking basement. So then get up that that plumber dude that looks like he, he he worked at like my elementary school growing up, like as the fucking you know the janitor. Uh, there's this big brother guy. What? You said the janitor. We used to have a cool ass janitor named Doodle here. Oh, okay. Here in our home school, he would like put ice down the kids' backs and like punk us out and stuff and. Like, yeah, stuff I'm probably getting fired now for like hanging out with kids and stuff, but he was cool as hell. Anyway, Doodle, a cool janitor. Shout out. I don't know if you're still alive or not, but. Who used to put ice down kids' backs. Yeah, you know, like if we. Well, because he would, he would joke around with us and do like magic tricks, stuff like that, like in between. I got you. You know what I mean? So yeah. the ones that he got to know, he would like joke around. He'd, he'd get ice from the cooler in the, in the, you know, the cafeteria. He'd sneak up and put it down the back of your neck and freeze you out and stuff. He's he cool, Janitor. Anyways, <laughs> you talk about Janitor shit. Well, yeah, yeah, yeah. But anyway, this this, this guy he, he looks guy like thirty it. years. I, I remember we had a Janitor that was look, he was a good guy. He was a good dude. But uh, I get you talking about Janitors and shit. <laughs> but anyway, yeah, so just keep it willing, and, you know. Yeah, yeah. Uh, so there was a. a this guy that we're talking about, like the plumber guy, or whatever, um, he goes down trying to fix this leak in the basement. And while he's down there, he uh, ends up finding a hole where he ends up being like uh, sucked into things um, uh, and being murdered and killed. And it's pretty fucking. It's it's just a really gross. It's a gross scene. I mean, like you know. He gets destroyed. Something because I think something comes up and grabs him. It's a and, like, gross beef him. sandwich. Gross beef sandwich. Um, and uh, sorry, lost train of thought. The gross beef oh. sandwich threw you off. Man. It did. It did. Um, but anyway, uh, but that he he ends up dying. Um, there ends up being this uh. This guy that is working around the place or whatever, I can't remember if it's like a a, a friend of the family that, that originally the place or something like that. He's a doctor or whatever, and they uh, she figures that there's some weird shit going on. Um, the guy that died in the sewer. There's a scene where. He's it's the most fucked up scene. He turns into the mutt monster guy, right? Is that the guy? Yeah, yeah, yeah. It, it's it, just like uh, Yeah. Uh, it's like <laughs> the, the slowest, weirdest uh if you've seen faulty stuff, you're used to this type of shit. If you've seen zombie, like how they raise up out yeah. of the dirt so slowly and like dramatically. This guy, I always called him the mutt monster when I was a kid. I don't know, but like, yeah, he raises up out of this tub and he is like a pile of gross. Yeah, completely. Yeah, disgusting. So I don't, I don't know why he's like that or, or um, like what's up. But we also can't forget about the 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 blind woman that shows up in the middle of the fucking road. Oh yeah, with a dog. 
her, with her uh, she and I dog. Yeah. Which uh, tries to warn her at some point, and it's, it's evil. Yeah. Eliza, Eliza, is that you? Like it's pretty. It's kind of. A, it's actually kind of a creepy scene. That that movie's actually got some good creep it value does. to it. It actually does. The movie actually creeps me out. But the scene, the, there's a scene where like the dude or the dad, the, you know, the the, the muck monster, um, he's his wife and kid are like at the the uh, mortuary or whatever. Yeah. And his body is on, on the fucking slab, and he uh, he's laying there and stuff, and the wife's crying. And then I can't remember what fucking happens, but the wife faints or something and falls down. And then all of a sudden this, this, uh, I guess, I don't know if it's law or it's some kind of acid mm-hmm. falls onto her face. It's very <laughs> clearly not really actually her, but it falls onto her face and starts melting her skin away. And her kids just sitting there watching this shit and like not doing anything. She's just letting it just pour on her. She's not trying to move or nothing. And she's just like staring oh, at it. Yeah. Little redheaded girl or whatever. Yeah. yeah. It's like, that's a fucked up scene. It's like, oh my God, dude. Oh, that little redhead girl gets what's coming. Like, it's, yeah, that it's it's a fucked up movie. It's a good one. Um, It's it's the one next to Zombie that a lot of people know of when it comes on the fall yeah. It's the beyond. Um, it's so nuts. I've probably seen this movie, and you probably have to, more than any of his films, next to Zombie. I, I, yeah, I was say, I've seen Zombie more. I've seen Zombie more, too. But The Beyond, especially not knowing that Seven Seven Doors of Death was The Beyond when I, when I first had it, um, I've watched this movie. I, 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 I can't even count. I haven't seen it that many times. I've seen it, I don't know, 15 times. Well, I, I get in these modes, right? Where, we're you know, me, me, and, me and my girlfriend Rachel, we're we're hanging out. Might smoke a little bit. Might be drinking a little bit. Thought she lives. <laughs> and we're trying to figure out something to watch, and I immediately go to either City of Living Dead, The Beyond, or or uh, a House by the Cemetery. And The Beyond is something that I've always put on here. Here lately, because I usually give her like like okay, we're gonna watch either of these three. And at one time, the Beyond was the one. Now, House with the Cemetery is the one. She she's because I burn her out on the Beyond. Because yeah. that movie, there's something about that movie that just it really does creep me the fuck out in a lot of ways. There's some good parts. Even even if the gore looks kind of cheesy at parts, it still fucks with you a little bit. Oh, because it's just the atmosphere of the movie. Yeah. Just yeah. the overall feel of it is, uh, it's unnerving. Yeah. You know, and it just keeps getting, you are descending into hell, basically. Yeah. Like, through this movie, and then literally, yeah. at the end. Yeah, I mean, yeah, the end of this movie, like I said, spoilers and shit, kind of makes, makes this the end, because uh, this movie goes from being a almost borderline haunted house film you know, curse and all that stuff. And then it moves away from the house completely and ends up being a zombie film. Which, if you look at all these movies, there's a zombie element to all of them. Oh, yeah. Like, as Fulci was, I think his best his best stuff was the, the, the zombie uh, yeah. factor. He, he, he was a Romero in a lot of ways. George Romero... You know, he's mainly known for what? Not Living Dead, Dawn of the Dead, Day of the Dead, yeah, all the dead movies, all that shit. Yeah, all that shit. But there's also other movies that he did that people, you know, look past. Bruiser. Night Rider. Night Rider. Uh, fucking um, Season of the Witch. Uh, that must be the Season of the Witch. Who sings that song? Uh. A good tenor, but, I can't remember. I don't talking about that. Yeah. But I mean, like you know, like Creep Show and stuff like that. Which people, you know, people know Creep Show. They know George Romero had something to do with oh, it. Yeah, but sure. usually people think of Stephen King. Oh, that Stephen yeah. King movie. You know what I mean? It's like well, right. Romero. You know. Um, and Fulci's kind of the same way because his films that he put out, like I said, there, there's a zombie factor in all of them. The Dead is Walking in in all of these yeah, movies we've discussed. Right. But he also has movies like The New York Ripper and, you know, uh, 
the other ones I mentioned earlier that I can't seem to fucking think of the, the names of. Um, there's a very similar thing. You remember these certain ones because these are the better films. Yeah. They are. Yeah. You know, and that's just that's that's what they're they were the best at. And Fulgi, uh, the Beyond, is is one that I I one day. One day, uh, my son's older. I'm going to show him this film. And he's going to be like, Dad, what the hell, mug? Yeah, he might. <laughs> he might. Yeah. Or he might really enjoy it. Well, yeah, either way, he'll probably enjoy it. But it's like the first time you watch this movie, it's just like, huh? Oh, yeah. You know, what? There's just some odd scenes. There's this thing that me and my buddy Ben used to call the boss zombie. Uh, you know, like towards the end, there's that kind of green-headed yeah. zombie that yeah. he just shoots a bunch and like it never slows down or nothing we just call that boss zombie because he just comes out of a closet mm-hmm. they're just like running and he just like shows up and you're like what this is like a final boss like before the end and it is but then the end is the gate to hell so it's like phew, whoa it's a, it's a pretty fucked up movie now it's bleak <sighs> you know completely but also something I wanted to mention is I kept saying there was somebody that that, that that was in all these movies, whatever, and I figured I'm just waiting until the end to even mention. Um, I hope I'm saying her name right, but... Uh, you won't. Probably not. Catriona McCall? She's funny. in all three of them. She plays in the, in the Beyond. She's the woman that, that uh, has the the inn, the hotel. Yeah. That's um, City of Living Dead. She's the woman that gets buried and then gets saved and they try to figure out yeah. what the fuck's going on with this fucking movie. Um House for the Cemetery, she's the mom. Okay. Um <coughs> uh, she she is someone like I said, he Fulci had a lot of the same people uh uh in his movies. Like his the when he got to a certain point it was like the, the main people. They're not playing the same roles. I think she was actually in zombie too. I could be wrong about that one. I don't know. But, uh, yeah, I, there were, because I think, if I remember correctly, I could be wrong, there was a, a lot of talk about Fulci being um, hard on his, uh, his actors, and yeah. uh, most notably his actresses, um, trying to make sure, like, I kind of, I, I feel like he was trying to make them feel a certain way to be in the role, or whatever. Oh, yeah, to unnerve them, or to make them yeah. angry, or to, yeah, I'd say. yeah. Uh, but she she she's a recurring factor in all three of those films. Um, and anytime like I see her face on a, on on the screen on anything, I, I immediately know I'm watching a Fulci film because I honestly don't know what else the fuck she's been in. Uh, well, that's true. I mean, which I might have to look into that. Yeah. Uh, did we give ratings on the House with the Cemetery? Yeah, the fours. Okay. Um, so. On the uh, the old tombstone scale here, what do, what do you give the Beyond? Four and a half. Word. It's it's good. It's uh, it's a little slow on the uptake, but uh, there's just so many cool parts and so much kind of unnerving, weird stuff and like just a few scenes I'm not even gonna go into that are gonna just be like, what the hell? You yeah, know, if you've never seen this movie, and uh, it's it's solid. I think, yeah. Other than Zombie Man, this is my favorite Fulci film. So, it's it's yeah, it, it's definitely uh, definitely mine as well. I think uh, I would probably have to go four and a half, just because it is like story wise as well as like the the effects. Uh, the beginning of the movie, there you know the the guy that's being told he's a, he's a witch and all that stuff. He he gets the the whip to the face, pow! It slices him open, and, and they keep yeah they keep doing horrible things. Pow! It's like when you first see this fucking movie, yeah, you're like, what the fuck face. am I into? <laughs> yeah, what am I doing right now? Uh, yeah, it opens up with somebody's face getting whipped apart, literally whipped apart. Yeah, Not, you know it's some brutal shit. Pow! Like, <laughs> that's the kind of noise that it's. <laughs> uh, so yeah, so there, there it is. Uh, episode that I've been wanting to do for a while. 
uh, talking about these three films in particular. Because uh, we, we haven't really talked much about Fulci. He's been mentioned talking about Zombie and whatnot. Yeah. Um, so it was about time we did did something Fulci. Another director. We haven't done a director in a while, so. Yeah. And this pretty much covers uh, Fulci on that. But uh, we did, like I said, we did the, uh, uh, the Facebook Live uh, earlier on before we did this. Uh, go to the Graveyard Talk uh, Facebook page. And check that out. Feel free to share it, whatever. Uh, comment, whatever right. the fuck. Um, thanks for joining us again. Yeah, um, check out pages, Whitman Photography, Graveyard Talk, Nasty Nation. Master Sons with you just go. Romero Pictures. Yeah. Oh, yeah. All, all that fun stuff. All that stuff. All that fun stuff. Uh, until we meet again, folks. Fall G-Lips. <laughs>